Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Thai Gap Podcast. My name is Bogus Noog and with me as always is Being Brute. Brute, this week we are doing empathy. It's not easy. Yes. It's a quality which is in short supply, especially from your direction to me at all times. And I look at it as a rare commodity in this room mm-hmm. where it is with only one person. That's yourself. Yes. <laughs> How can our listeners empathize with us? Well, of course, by following our award-winning socials. Yeah. yeah. Which is very quickly brewed on Instagram. We are... At underscore ThaiGap. And Twitter and Vero. At ThaiGap. And our email is... MindThaiGap at gmail.com. That's it. Short and sweet. Quick empathy. Follow us. <laughs> <laughs> Show us empathy. Yeah. So, as is our want, it's the award-winning template... It's not easy. Universe famous template. Yes. And the template always starts off by us explaining the context of empathy. Brute, what does empathy mean to you? Bogus, as a person who is very empathetic to nobody, mm-hmm. I'm going to give a very unbiased context. Okay. Fundamentally, empathy is understanding the need of the R and responding to that. Okay. In the manner in which it deserves. Mm-hmm. Okay. To set an example... If somebody comes to you and say rants hmm. about office problem or something, hmm. your ability to understand what that person is expecting from you and to deliver that hmm. is what is empathy according to me. Okay. A lot of people confuse it to empathy is you understanding how I feel hmm. for a situation or towards a subject hmm. and expecting the other person to replicate that feeling, which I'm not completely in agreement to. Okay. And in fact, even we checked out the etymology right. where empathy is defined as in feel. Yeah, it's uh, broken up into two root words. Mm-hmm. The first one means in yeah, and the other one means feeling. Correct. And if you look at that definition closely, Bogus, the definition itself is very unempathetic towards the reader or <laughs> yeah. the seeker of the definition. Yes. Because it's so difficult to understand. Like, I don't get this. What do you mean by in feeling? Yeah. So that is where the ice breaks there itself that it's not an easy thing, which is why we have chosen to include empathy as an emotion in our long segment of It's Not Easy. Mm. And that is where I come from. Yeah, and it goes even further than that in terms of being not easy, Mm. the etymology, because the word which we said meant feeling. Yeah. That's the root word in one language, like old Greek or something. Obviously, like. But that word itself. Bloody Greeks. But that word itself has another uh, root word Mm -hmm. in uh, Proto-Indo-European, which means suffering. (laughs) (laughs) So typical of these Europeans. How do we make sense of that? You know, um, by by releasing this episode. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's our solution to everything. Yeah, we want to make sense of something. Release. It's not easy. Yeah. So Proto-Indo-European actually does not mean technically Europe. It actually means Sanskrit, Avestan, which is the Parsi old language Mm -hmm. that I don't know why they tagged along European to it because they believe in the Aryan invasion theory. But actually it is from, you know, our part. So when you said Proto-Indo-European, I thought it is basically the Britishers trying to push their culture across Europe. No, no, no. And wherever they thought it was Europe, which was pretty... Pretty long away from Europe. Yeah, no, Proto-Indo-European, which is P-I-E, hmm. goes back to a combination of either Sanskrit or Avestan. Oh, see, that's where I already established. I can't empathize with these things. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it off the bat. Let's just end the episode right now. Yeah. <laughs> we are disqualified <laughs> to do this episode. But what according to you is empathy, Bogus? Yeah, for me, empathy is just uh, the ability to put yourself in someone else's shoes mm. and look at the same thing. Try to look at the same thing from their perspective maybe mm-hmm. and try to get out of yourself and your own ego and you know think about the other person yeah for a second if you want to just double down on what you said the reason why i feel that's a very far-fetched thought mm. is to do that it demands a lot of experience in yeah. oneself number one yeah and the other rare commodity which we keep bringing it up in our conversations mm. is it demands a lot of wisdom yes so in that sense empathy is is not easily achievable. Yes. Right? So a Hence, kid... A, it's a, not easy. Sorry? <laughs> Hence, it's not easy. Hence, it's yes. not easy. Yeah. But at the same time, you still see empathy in younger people. Yeah. You know, who lack experience and who lack wisdom. Yeah. 
which is why i have a different take to it which mm. is you know it is not about putting yourself in another person's shoes mm. it is but to understand what the other person's expectations are okay and also why i come down to that is you use this word a lot in professions like sales mm. teaching yeah corporate uh, corporate uh, doctors yeah. or whatever because it is one of the pivotal cogs for you to be a good communicator right? yes so if you look at it from that perspective it's not about what you can do hmm. but it is about what you need to do yeah right so that's where it takes away the competence aspect of it with respect to that subject or that point of conversation right you mentioned earlier that you know you saw empathy being misinterpreted in one way Mm. more commonly by people yeah in my own experience i've seen people misinterpreted to mean sympathy you know where oh, this, this. when you say empathy they always pictureize uh, a sequence where you have to feel bad for someone else yeah which is sympathy it's not really empathy yeah. empathy is not always in that dramatic situation where someone is sad yeah. and you have to put a shoulder around correct it. it's not that empathy can be very non dramatic also yeah we'll go into examples for that as well but i think as far as context setting is concerned i think this should this be. should do and the reason why we, the other reason why we picked up and why it is important to like learn the basic fundamental of empathy is again it for me it is very similar to the integrity episode it's not easy the oh, one which we did check it out where it is so loosely used mm, and yes. it has come to a point that if you can't do it you are a criminal yeah you know but if you're pointing at someone saying that oh you can't empathize with xyz mm. how can you even be a human being you need to understand the person you don't have empathy for you to say something like that if right. you really have empathy you wouldn't say it. you wouldn't say it yeah which is why it is important how you perceive empathy how do you understand the mechanics of empathy yeah and obviously for you to understand anything the first fundamentals is understand why you can't do it yeah which is why it's not easy no i totally agree with you about the correlation of uh, integrity and empathy in the sense of how easily those words are just thrown yeah out. just the, thrown about it's like forget the vomited on your face yeah, like without any uh, attention to application correct at all correct the other episode that we did which it reminded me of was courage it's not yeah. easy because in that episode we said courage is actually one of those foundational you know values correct that you need to have at the very core yeah. to be able to do things in your life correct this also i feel is right there yeah if you if you take the infinity stones it's one of them yeah for sure yeah for sure so i think we can move on to our next segment of the famous it's not easy template which is empathy why is it not easy bro bogus like i mentioned i am a person i'm the right person to talk about this considering the reasons that we are going to lay out you are the only one who mentions that yes mm-hmm. empathy is a high eq game emotional quotient yeah yeah it's a high eq game and we can go into this tunnel and talk about it for the longest time mm. because the moment you are talking about emotional quotient first we have to understand what emotional quotient is but if we skip all that and go why this is related to empathy yeah for you to be in a position to gauge somebody's mental state mm. you should have a good antenna yeah. for what kind of emotion is surrounding that conversation yeah and if you misread that with even like a little to the left or right mm. then the blowback to your reaction is horrible yeah. and it sometimes in my own experience is scarring yeah for both the parties mm. which is why i say that it's a very high eq game if you really want to apply or even execute empathy yeah so just a little context for our listeners for that eq emotional quotient is a word that more recently started becoming popular because up until then iq intelligence yeah. quotient is what was always touted as correct you know the ultimate measure of someone's uh, ability ability to. and all that stuff there are actually three by the way mm-hmm. as of the psychological standards or you know american association of psychology <laughs> right uh, the three parameters that they check for a complete uh, like a holistic holistic mind yeah. yeah holistic individual one is iq mm. which is a cognitive ability right then there is eq which is the relational development ability right and then the third one which is coming up where there's still kind of that multiple schools of thoughts around it is mm-hmm. the sq 
which is called the spiritual quotient oh i thought you were going with something else okay. yeah and that is what exactly why <laughs> <laughs> we should not be doing this episode hey after we did selection <laughs> it's not easy uh check it out yeah uh, but thought, yeah. but the whole a holistic mind uh, or an individual is comprised of these three aspects okay. is what they have found out because all the three have an equal impact Yeah. on your functioning yeah. so they say that every individual at some level is spiritual hmm. and that quotient kind of defines their outlook and their the perception of their surroundings and every action they take so they have an influence on your decision making basically right so what do you think is not easy about eq as much the first thing is like i think it again connects to that measure of men thing the very fact that we quite do not know hmm. what we have we don't know what we have we we are in a state and at least in the time we are growing up now and you know the all the kinds of insecurities and complexes we have right we need to look back and think that okay how did i manage my emotions during pressure situations hmm. and most often they're not we're like nah you know what i took a decision which was too emotional than necessary and all right now when we are not able to gauge our own emotions in a certain situation mm. it is an uphill task to do it for an unknown person or you know an outsider yeah and more often than not we quite don't know people as we used to back in the day right. like you know our social circles are reducing mm. when your real interactions are reducing mm. your ability of absorbing different people's emotions and kind of getting a hang of what emotion looks like how yeah is also kind of reducing right so because that ability is being lost for us we do not know how to connect to the other people yeah that is really important for empathy to go into a room and immediately gauge so like a stand up comic mm. for example if i have take a profession mm. a stand up comic goes into a room an open mic and the first thing they are trying to do is gauge who are his target audience with read, whom read the room read the room as they right? say yeah that you will do by their emotional response more than their suit or their their appearance mm-hmm. So if we are not able to gauge emotional response how the hell are we supposed to understand how we respond to that response yeah you know that emotion yeah which is why it's a high eq game you need to be on the toes you need to be in that position to tap into somebody's emotional energy yeah and then you tune your own emotional energy to that level right. so that the message is going through and the thing that we also spoke about is empathy is a lot about action than words yes So if I want to convey through my actions I need to have a higher emotional understanding yeah which is why you know they correlate according to me yeah i mean because people tend to misinterpret empathy for sympathy they tend to think that oh i'll just say a few words a mm. few comforting words and that's my job done yeah. but it doesn't register and it doesn't even have a lasting effect correct but as opposed to that if you are actually showing your empathy in actions hmm. that is something people will remember for a very long time a long time yeah yeah it, see again actions speak louder than words cliches absolutely yeah but this is where it fits really well according to me yeah you know like the example that i think of is if you go to any funeral hmm. you will always have the urge to strike a conversation right or you feel the need to give some comforting words yeah but if you actually look back what would that person remember or if it was you know someone close to you who's passed away and you are conducting the funeral yeah what you would remember the most is that person who would look you eye to eye yeah and just be quiet you know who gives you that space saying that you know i'm physically here i know there's a lot going in your mind all you need to do is look at me ask me whatever you want and i'm i'm there i'll get it done that is a lot more reassuring than somebody coming and telling me you know what i completely get what you're going through yeah i know it's a huge loss i know words won't describe this but you need to be strong yeah. like yeah i get it like <laughs> what i need is peace quiet exactly silence just be quiet yeah the one person who i want to talk to me is dead yeah so be quiet i don't want to listen to anything yeah so that is where i feel that you need to have that antenna for what is the kind of emotion somebody is going through mm. and then either reciprocate that emotion yeah. if you can or at least support that emotion right the other thing that i feel uh, why empathy is not easy is i mean it's kind of connecting to this point it's also because of the present social engineering that's going on the cultural engineering that's going on yeah people are driven more and more to a highly competitive and comparative state which mm-hmm. causes them always to think about themselves more yeah to put themselves first and then think about everyone else 
yeah you know, so that negative kind of selfishness is being sort of engineered into society also and the more that happens the more walls are being built up like we tend to derive our value and derive our differentiation through superficial metrics like financial status mm-hmm. you know job job correct or uh, the designation in the office yeah the number of followers you have social yeah social media social media rep, cloud rep uh, <laughs> rep and all that yeah. stuff it is so superficial because that actually is the walls that are being put up because of which you are not able to empathize with people yeah but we have to understand that if anyone wants to improve their ability for empathy hmm. the highest form of empathy i feel is like at the, at the very peak it is to realize that forget about all these social metrics forget about all this artificial you know designations and all that we bother about hmm. it's all nothing but a larp it is nothing but a game that we're playing what is larp larp is live action role playing why uh, can't so you just say that it's a gaming term so basically larping is like cosplay you know something like that mm-hmm. where you are playing pretend you know you could have used that in the first place no no it makes sense because that's exactly what we do in the workplace and you play a role and i tried to communicate this to my team also you know in the past i've tried mm. to explain to them see the role or designation of a manager that i have is just a designation mm. your designation is just a title yeah the guy above us who's sitting on in europe or us or whatever that's also just a title yeah at the end of it we're all just people right you know so the minute you find yourself modifying your behavior too much because of just this designation hmm. the minute you find yourself accepting things that don't have merit you know hmm. just because it came from someone with so and so authority position that is when you know that you're going astray correct because at the end of it we're all just people and we're all larping that's it we're all yeah. playing pretend that oh i'm a manager but physically do they have more hands do they have more legs can they fly yeah there's no real tangible superiority there yeah it is just a level that basis our experience by giving ourselves the same thing with financial wealth etc yeah at the end of the day we're all just people and across cultures even if we have different languages different cultures etc as human beings there are so many things that are common hmm. among all of we us we breathe the same yeah the body the functions the same it doesn't function any different for a different race yeah etc etc uh, genetically there may be some preconditions but that's biology that's fine yeah. the thing is you know once this really sinks to the bone right this realization it becomes so much more easy to empathize with people because you always remember that yes at the end of the day i don't need to treat this person too differently because they're just like me yeah you know he could be a waiter at a restaurant that doesn't mean i have to boss him around yeah you know oh that is that is a big tell that's a, the whole customer Huge service tell. industry yeah. is there's so much abuse that goes on there yeah only because people don't empathize yeah you know even if you know the company did you wrong there is a level of empathy where you realize that the guy talking to me is just some young Another person guy out of college right he's just following the rules right. that they're supposed to follow so if i have anger and frustration let me take it out where i can actually get something out of it yeah this guy he just has to follow rules so i'll call his boss or i'll do something else i'll put up a post on social media hmm. try and embarrass the company yeah so they'll feel pressurized to give me what i want correct that is where my brain should be going Yeah. and not about oh i got this guy now i am going to one hour i'm just going to uh-huh. rip him to shreds yeah. why kill his ego exactly <laughs> yeah the thing that really bothers me is what you mentioned in the beginning where there's a need of having a selfish i'm first yeah right it's about me and i'm going to see what i will do if i am in another place yeah and that misinterpretation of sympathy right like yeah. where they think that oh if i feel bad for him and you know i feel pity for them yeah. then i'm doing my bit as empathetic right the whole idea is being packaged as empathy yeah and that is my biggest problem where the very fundamental understanding of empathy itself is being distorted yes by saying that if you can put yourself in that shoes hmm. and think from their perspective etc or even more so like you know oh i am in such and such position i am bound by my role or my status that is not empathy like hr people Yeah there's so many functions like bankers yeah so like dude it is what it is you need to pay this much of interest or they're selling you up a banking product or something hmm. that is not empathy that's like you say you're doing your job great that's why you're being paid hmm. but if you package it as empathy dude you need to understand i'm working in your favor hmm. and if the logic doesn't fit you have no right to say that you're working in my favor yeah you're scheming off me 
it's as simple as that so i even have a problem with the distortion of the fundamental meaning of empathy itself that is one of the biggest problems we have in thai gap where language is being fucked with oh yeah yeah um, like by us <laughs> no no by it's us. a common problem yeah we are cleaning up the dirt actually Correct. we are doing janitor work you know we, i don't think we get paid enough we're doing parkies or shit but yeah i mean one example that i can think of to break the myth of that empathy sympathy mm-hmm. misinterpretation is if i'm in a supermarket you know i have bunch of things in my trolley yeah. i go to the cash register and there's a girl she weighs everything right. all the fruits and she bills it and scans it. it and bills it so what i've seen majority of the people do is they just stand about idle yeah they wait for them to you know do the do whole thing everything themselves, yeah. by themselves yeah so she has to now take things from my shopping basket or yeah. the trolley she has to scan everything she has to find the barcode yeah and then she has to put everything aside yeah once that's done then they ask me if i need a big bag or a small bag or whatever yeah then when i say yes i need this kind of uh takeaway bag then she starts bagging everything herself right and i've never seen anyone do anything different apart from just standing idle and checking their phone and all that yeah what i do there is first of all when she needs to scan things right yeah i start picking out things from my shopping basket and i look at where the barcode is yeah and put it in that way and i give it to her hands barcode side facing first hmm. so she doesn't have to dig and search for the barcode immediately she scans it hmm. and then she puts it aside so the scanning phase gets done much quicker yeah. because of that then i move on to the next stage and when she gives me the bag i hold the bag for her so that she can actually it's easier for her to it's put it's easier for her to pack it in yeah you know there's no bag holder there so what is happening there is because i realize that this chick is already having a lot to do hmm. and she's doing my work yeah. she is not doing something out of her own fun and frolic and all right. that she is doing my work so if i collaborate with her then what i want to do is i want to get out of the supermarket as soon as possible right i want to get my work done yeah so if i collaborate with her in this instant also because she is a chick you want to collaborate with no her. even if it's a guy it doesn't okay. matter are you okay if, i if thought it was gender specific this isn't cumulative no <laughs> <laughs> So if I collaborate with them mm-hmm. then my work is getting done faster and I'm out of that place yeah. so I'm helping myself but I'm also helping them you're getting out of her way but I'm also fast. helping them you right. know I'm not throwing the entire workload on their shoulders mm. for no reason I'm just standing idle I'm not doing anything right I might as well pitch in right it's my own work these yeah. are my bag my groceries and all that stuff so that also is empathy there is no sympathy there yeah for me this is where empathy fails you know what I place a order for my groceries in you know an instamart or whatever right then I go to that place and say like hey I placed an order I'm going to help you out yeah why don't you give it to me I'll pick it up and they never do that they're like we don't trust you we don't you don't look like the guy who placed the order and they never give my own groceries so I have to come back all the way home yeah wait near the gate for the delivery guy to come and give me my own stuff mm. so I try to empathize with the delivery guy but you know it doesn't work like that for them <laughs> which is very annoying what is another reason why you think it's not easy empathy it's a no brainer for me see empathy is very contextual like i said in the beginning it depends on the need of the r right so if you really want to understand the emotions of that moment you need to be in the present which is a big problem for us yes in general and i'm not talking about myself here no in general in yeah. general there's a big problem for us to be in the moment yeah probably a very trained athlete or you know a supremely trained uh, top notch ceo or someone mm. where they are going through that drills of okay you have 10 minutes this is the best way you can utilize your time or like a hardcore professional chef hardcore professional chef right yeah. all these guys maybe but the general audience we have a huge issue in being in the present yeah, yeah. which is why half of the time we are not happy mm. right because we overlook what we have around us and empathy is that like i said it is correlated to you understanding the need of the r in that moment so we are always lost in thought about what is going to happen yeah or what has already happened and we are never in tune with what is happening yes i'll give you a great example and this is a story that matt damon told so matt damon met tom cruise in some event and matt damon just did jason bond and he did all these action sequence and is getting ready for the next part hmm. and tom cruise has he just released the mission impossible one of the parts yeah. so when the moment he got a chance matt damon was very curious to learn from tom cruise of how he goes about with his action sequence right 
the story is not about what they conversed when matt damon went to tom cruise the first thing that he realized was the amount of attention tom cruise gave to matt damon right whereas tom cruise had no business giving he is the biggest superstar he could on a snap of his fingers he can get other people to do his job or whatever yeah. but when matt damon went to him and you know got that 2 minutes or 3 minutes of time from tom cruise the amount of attention he gave overwhelmed matt damon saying right. that you know when he speaks to you he's speaking to you right you know for me that is empathy yeah and absolutely in that particular example it was about tom cruise not being a star tom cruise not being a colleague not just an another person who's an action expert or anything yeah it was all about tom cruise just listening to what matt damon had to ask right and that's another very important skill which is like the concept of active listening why we are not in the present most of the times because we are preparing for the response yeah and in that pursuit whenever you are preparing to respond you either are placing yourself higher or mm. lower yeah you either think of asking a follow up question mm. or you think of giving a solution or a concrete answer at the same time the other person is still talking yeah. but you are not absorbing that anymore yeah you're nowhere you're you're, lo- you're inside your head yeah it's like body present mind absent yeah is that kind of situation so being in the present i feel it's very closely related to empathy in executing empathy yeah i think how i feel about that is being in the present is a hack kind of thing like if someone wants to get better at empathy yeah practicing this yeah. will definitely get yeah active it. listening always you know is that hook for you to concentrate on what's happening yeah. right which brings back to my favorite saying of jk okay jiddu krishnamurthy jiddu krishnamurthy yeah, yeah. which is observing with zero judgment yes. is the highest form of intelligence zero evaluation zero judgment right? yeah and the same thing is also told about empathy empathy is the highest form of wisdom and in a very weird way you see the commonality in the execution of it mm. like observing with zero judgment is all about being in the present yes and showing empathy if you look at it in one way is also about being in the present yes which is why i give a lot of value to empathy yeah and unfortunately it is rare you don't find that kind of empathy you don't feel that every day or yeah. very often yeah you hear people try to say it verbalize it a lot that is the first thing that i realize that they are not empathetic exactly <laughs> just like how they try to throw integrity around yeah yeah the other reason why i feel it's not easy is it's kind of a funny twisted conundrum in today's society because of the social and cultural conditioning again mm-hmm. of what we said people are putting themselves first you know and all yeah. that another side effect of that is people are also preoccupied with outcomes a lot yeah you know whatever they want to do they want outcomes that they're thinking only about outcomes and there's an absolute lack of patience they want to get it fast instant yeah. gratification you know we keep hearing people say like quotable quotes don't worry about the outcomes focus on the process yeah you know process it's not easy something we've done check it out and share and share yeah it's about the journey yeah. more than it's about the destination. destination so don't focus on the outcome a lot blah 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 yeah so for all these people who are so obsessed about outcomes mm. the lack of focus on empathy is what is darkly funny for me because it is empathy that will actually get you to your outcome yeah more often than not and why i say this is it's something that we mentioned in a previous episode also people are actually the biggest currency of all yeah it doesn't matter which walk of life you choose you know which profession you want to go to it doesn't matter what you want to do with your life basically the common factor among all of these things is people yeah you have to at the end of the day work with people in order to get things done because there's hardly anything ever you can get done by yourself yeah which means if you have to work with people to get things done that means you need to know how to collaborate with people absolutely true and if you have to collaborate with people that means you have to understand how people function yep otherwise it's going to be a lot of trial and error and hit and miss because if you're constantly putting yourself first then you're approaching people with that selfish outlook not bothering about you know whether your request or your desire also appeals to them or not yeah then more often than not you're going to be walking back with a no or people who don't want to align with your goals or don't want to collaborate with you on your goals because they don't see what's so great about it or they don't relate with it yeah so for majority of the people who are obsessed with outcomes 
if you actually empathized with people a lot more if you understood this fact that people are the biggest currency and then you approach someone with a request or with a desire or you know to collaborate to invite them mm. to work with you then rather than constantly talking about you 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 what you want how you thought of it why it's important for you and all that if you took 5 minutes to think about who is it am i talking to how would this appeal to them how can i talk to them in a way that this appeals to them how can i find the common interest or the common goal that will unify us this is something that we talked about in negotiation it's not yeah, easy yeah. check it out the win win situation yeah it's the win win situation you create the common unifier or the common unification so that people will also want to come aboard and they will feel that okay this is not just his goal but i can see where my objective also lies in that yeah in the bigger picture so i can see how i can contribute and how can i make this better with my own skill set yeah unless you do that you're not going to walk away with your outcome that you're so obsessed with and like we said in the previous tiger podcast the ultimate goal of life has to be to have your cake and eat it too i don't know what's your obsession with cake do you have a craving do you have a sweet tooth or something yeah the ultimate goal is to always get your way yeah whatever you want in life it should be easy and effortless for you to actually achieve it that's the goal and what's standing in between you and your goal more often than not it is people that can actually open doors for you yeah i'll quote what kobe bryant said success is 10% talent mm-hmm. 10% hard work mm-hmm. and 80% man management yeah and any good leader is empathetic towards his people yeah if i cannot stand on the same page with you right. irrespective of the hierarchy then we are always going to have a different read of the situation yeah if you want to establish a deep connection with anybody at some level there is empathy yeah you know some part of that connection is because of empathy yeah what you say is so true that it is scary it is so scary because i see that lack every single day oh yeah where it is transactional in nature very it doesn't have any depth yeah. of personalization yeah. you know and i feel only bad for the younger generation where the empathy is it starts and stops at what is our favorite team and that's about it yeah it is not about how you feel towards normal things you know so yeah it it is scary and it is so necessary man like it's so primitive yeah. for us that i'm shocked that it is not being properly communicated to or or properly you know being taught to people i like the usage of the word scary in that context because that's not something usually people would use in yeah. the context that we were talking because, about because see we are thai gap bro i want to explore yeah and also we are thai gap because like you said for the younger generation that's why we are here we are the bible <laughs> we are the polygraphs of the future is <laughs> a message from the past yeah which means we'll take all your money and burn you at the stake yes. but um, <laughs> subscribe and share and build pyramids subscribe and share <laughs> <laughs> but you know what is actually scary about mm. how powerful empathy is it is scary when you would see other people make such a mountain of you know how it is so difficult for them to succeed yeah it is so difficult for them to get what the one thing that they want out of their job mm. or the one thing that they want out of you know something in their life it's scary because once you just apply this you won't believe yourself how easily you're getting everything you want yeah and you're consistently getting everything you want yeah people are openly inviting you to take what you want basically yeah. and they're feeling good about giving you what you want yeah that is where it gets scary it's like am i robbing these people like no you know they're happily collaborating with you yeah because they they are joyfully involved with you in this yeah and it is also scary because it has such undeniable real world consequences like i have a very quick example about this it's a very simple example also on the surface it doesn't look like anything but in my apartment complex the apartment where i live in mm. there are two gates uh, so one gate which is closer to my car mm. uh, so it's very easy for me to get in and get out right. because the gate is very close to my car my parking spot and just beside mine is my neighbor's parking spot mm. okay and then there are these lines that someone painted mm. okay this parking spot guiding lines these yeah. are the boundaries yeah. boundaries it's not easy check it out and uh, sure yeah so these are the boundaries for your parking spot except you just drop randomly Everything, like yeah. episode names <laughs> no no ours are always situation were the boundaries accepted acceptance <laughs> it's not easy <laughs> no don't wish not to that but so this neighbor had just moved into our apartment okay mm-hmm. new guy to our yeah. apartment so my car actually 
went just a little bit beyond that boundary mm. and that to not the entire front bonnet is just a corner because i have to park it in a slant yeah so this guy was just new and he was also young about my age or whatever so you know hormones vigor. and vigor and vitality and all that so he got the watchman uh, to call me down mm-hmm. he is like who is this guy who is parking here call him down mm. so watchman calls me up and says hey this guy wants you to but he's watchman is being watchman yeah he's like flipping mad bro you got to yeah. come down and all that so <laughs> i was like okay so i i went down i gave him the stuff do nothing calm him down <laughs> yeah, bitch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I went down to uh you know talk to this guy mm-hmm. and I could make out from some distance mm-hmm. that this guy was ready for a confrontation yeah. like he was ready you know and as soon as I went there he started unloading in my face mm-hmm. how can you do this do you don't you see this line mm-hmm. this line means you have to be behind that mm-hmm. that's it that's what the line means you know mm-hmm. and he started to argue with me mm-hmm. first of all he's a new guy yeah. and we've never been introduced we've that's the first conversation I'm having with him mm-hmm. so usually when you start conversing with someone in the first time you mm-hmm. know like this they're going to be your enemies for life right right pretty much if it starts like this is going to end end like that you're going to hold grudges and you'll always have that cold war going right. on and all that and when he was unloading on me because i my car crossed the line etc hmm. i was trying to explain to him in a normal way so the first negotiation tactic i was trying to do which is i'll be calm are you rageful then i'll be calm and i'll try to bring you down to my level right not happening he was thinking okay this is giving me the upper hand because this guy is being submissive yeah so then immediately i switched my attack mm. and i started unloading even more intensely in his face mm. i was like wait 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 boss what the fuck are you talking about first mm. of all you're talking about this line mm. if i go behind this line then my car comes out that much out of the parking spot yeah. if my car comes out that much out of the parking spot then mm. all these other people won't be able to take their car out of the gate right so the reason why i come inside that much is mm. because i want to allow the other people to go right and he was like no 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 how can you do that that's the line but you have to you can't cross the line i was like fuck your line we are all neighbors at the end of the day some mm. fucker came and drew this line and went away mm. but you and i have to live with each other every day right, right. you are my neighbor i am your neighbor right yeah so even though my car is coming inside your parking spot that much it is not blocking your way really yeah. if it was blocking your way i wouldn't do it i'm doing it for all the other people and yeah. they are our neighbors also yeah so if we do this because it's convenient to you or if i start thinking it's convenient to me and i start living my life that way then we can't live in a society like yeah. this you go take an independent house you live like that right when i said that right even though we were rageful and even though we were yelling he kind of saw that okay this guy is coming from a different place whatever he's saying i can't fight too much because he's not only thinking about me yeah. he's saying he's thinking about all these other people also he just successfully made me the enemy of the whole society <laughs> yeah it's undeniable yeah. you know and ever since then huh. We are on such great talking terms now. Every mm. time we see each other, we smile, we say hi, we yeah. have a conversation. A small peck here and there. Maybe, you know, <laughs> if the mood strikes. But that is how much empathy converted that stage yeah. from where usually if empathy was not applied, we would be sworn enemies. Yeah. You know, if it was conventional people. but because at least one of the individuals applied empathy in that situation the other person got to see that okay i am not dealing with some superficial guy yeah. that i might have dealt with earlier right this guy is also talking sense right i can see where he's coming from and our relation completely switched yeah flipped on its head yeah this is not the only thing the other example in my same apartment is when people now he's as young as i am right i said right so we have a habit of going out in the nights and coming back late in the nights mm. So whenever he used to come back and the gate was locked typically he and other neighbors of mine they used to just keep honking hmm. you know late in the night 1 o'clock 2 o'clock Doesn't honking matter. late in the night because their expectation was there the is watch- a fucking watchman yeah his They're, job he, that is his job they paying the fucking watchman he has to wake up he has to come and he has to open the gate and close the gate right so they used to keep honking in anger like that right. but the people who were living in first floor second floor their sleep was ruined Gone. because of that yeah constant honking so i never said anything about this but my habit was if i come after 12 am after midnight then opening and closing of the gate is my duty right so i get out of the car i turn off the engine i open the gate put my car inside again close the gate and silently go back up mm. if i'm coming back home before midnight mm. then i think it is a watchman's job right so I don't honk the car but if I come back before 12 when I see the gate is closed then I open the gate put my car inside but I don't close the gate back I leave it open 
Because for me, it's like, Watchmen, that's your fucking job. Yeah. Go close the gate later. That's called having your cake. And eating it too. Yeah. So I'm not disturbing my neighbors in the first floor. Yeah. At the same time, I'm giving a message to my Watchmen. And I'm also giving a message to my neighbors because this same guy, this neighbor that I talked about and other people, they observed me doing this. That, mm. wait, this guy is opening by himself. By himself. And he's silently closing the gate also. And yeah. he's not making any fuss about it. They started following that example, dude. Yeah. They stopped the honking. The honking stopped without me uttering a word. It was just through actions. Yeah. And they started opening and closing the gate because my funda was simple. Okay, yeah, there is a watchman, but you're coming way back late in the night. He has to sleep also. And he has to, his work starts in the morning next day. Isn't this your house also? It's a mass empathy. Yeah. Isn't this apartment building your house also? So if your home had a gate, wouldn't you be bothered about closing and opening the gate yeah. yourself? So if it's an independent house, then you're bothered about the gate. But this if it's an apartment, now you don't care. Yeah. This is your house too. This is our house too. This is all of our house. Yeah. So we have to treat it like our house. That means the gate opening and closing after a certain time becomes our responsibility. It's a shared responsibility. So this sense of community is lost. Yeah. And it's degraded, you know. But the unspoken example that I said there, they just started copying it because they felt like they I mean, I kind of look little snobbish. I kind of look little You arrogant. are. You don't from a distance. Of. You are. You but are. listeners of this podcast know I yeah. have a heart of gold. Yes, especially that disregard <laughs> I mean disregard to controlling the length of those examples yeah, yeah. shows how snobbish you are. Yeah, I'm just, you could sorry have covered that, that whole passionate. I was just passionate about it. Thigh Gap is a passionate channel. Subscribe and share. Yeah, I mean, fund it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fund the passion. Yeah. You could have simply told the example of how you stop at a red light and everybody else also stops because you did. Mm. Even though if there are people around you who don't mind breaking the red light, but yeah. even if nobody's looking, if you know you choose to follow the rules, yeah. it eventually becomes contagious. There will be those guys who one after the other keeps who also oblige the red light. No, but and the scary part, I just want to in, tell... In this example, you know, why they copied the example is they also saw that I was being empathetic to the watchman. Yeah. I could have honked and I could have yelled at him, but I don't do any of that. I just, okay, I'm coming late in the night after everyone sleeps. Yeah. Then yeah, I'll do it. It's also called accountability, which is yes. soon going to be, it's not easy. It's not, it's not easy. It's not easy accountability. When it, when it comes out, yeah. The other part why I'm scary. Like why, why you use the word scary. Why I use the word scary is if this becomes a norm of the distorted understanding of empathy. Yeah. I'm a strong believer. Again, it's subjective. I'm a strong believer in common conscious. Yes. You yeah. will lose empathy as a society. Yeah. If we get the wrong understanding of empathy. And in what you said, what scares me in what you said is the whole ideology of it's me first. Let me look about myself. Let me think about myself and then figure out for others, etc, etc. It is a fair logic in its own sense, but not under empathy. Mm. I do not deny selfishness. I say selfishness is important. There is a positive side to selfishness. There is, there is a necessity of selfishness. Yes. But you cannot package it as empathy. Bro, selfishness is not easy. It's it not easy. I think we have done it. We've no, we have, done it. We, have, we have to do it. Yeah, we have to how, do can, it. how can we be so unselfish? Yeah. We have to do selfishness. It's not easy. But packaging that as empathy and distorting the whole fundamental value of it I fear if that becomes a norm. Because once it becomes a norm, there's no going back. You go to a point where it is not reversible anymore. And that is scary for me. It's you not know? just, yeah, it's not just you that believes in common conscious. I believe in common conscious also. Yeah, but you believe in the snobbish common conscious. And it's not just us that believe in it. The people who are doing the social engineering, right? They do too. They do it for this very reason. Yeah, yeah. Because they believe in the common conscious yeah. also. And they do it especially for this because if you get large enough groups of people to behave in a certain way, that's That's, enough. that's it, enough. They they will take it forward by themselves. Exactly. Which is what scares me. Yeah. Because the, the rate at which I see people using empathy so loosely, the rate at which I see people condemning other people mm. with this false understanding of empathy and saying that you are not empathizing, mm. you know, throwing these statements that, oh, you don't empathize with these people, how dare you? No, it's good that you went into that. I, I feel really scared about all that. It because is a it's very a big valid loss. fear to have. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Because it's already happening. Also, it is, you know, it is for the next generation. This this conversation connects to, you know, the conversation we were having the other day at uh, Prost. Yeah. Uh, Prost is a pub where you should go. Mm -hmm. uh, great food. <laughs> you know... <laughs> <laughs> it is like this. Absolutely. Don't even sponsor us. Unnecessary. Prost if you're listening. Yeah, Prost. Right. Hyderabad Prost. Yeah. Not any other Prost. 
you know it connects to that because you know the level of disconnect or almost disregard they had right in that conversation for the future mm. or the generations coming up and seeing that there is no need to correct anything of ourselves mm. for me it almost went to a point of entitled or elitist behavior yeah. saying that okay i don't have a problem so why should i care yeah i mean if things are happening around me i'm fine with them mm. and which i kind of really kind of was a little like no not you at least you know yeah. you are supposedly i mean the people who we were talking to were mm. the guys who are the cream of the crop yeah. who i felt were the cream of the crop and when they have this kind of an attitude it's not thinking or anything yeah it is an attitude right when they have that kind of an attitude it is kind of scary yes. saying that okay they are getting there almost and this is the problem that we observed with these technocrats yes yes uh, you name the head honches i mean like again and also the and the justification i hear is the worst it's like oh high iq people have low eq that's why you know all these things they can't empathize I'm like no and this is where i tell the third like my final point of why it's not easy mm-hmm. empathy is a lot of common sense mm. so i cannot stand a reason where people say this is the reason for my disability to empathize mm mm-hmm. IQ is not a reason to not empathize. Yeah. High IQ is not a reason. If you tell me the reason is dude I didn't think about it or be straight about it I like fair. Hmm. Because when you are having a decent amount of emotional understanding and you have somehow trained to be in the present. Hmm. Your instinctive reaction is of common sense. Yeah. it is not scheming you don't give yourself enough time to scheme manipulate or think of an outcome all that you react with common sense yeah. which is like i throw a ball at you the common sense is to not take it on the chin right. the common sense is to duck because it's futile to take it on the chin mm. there is some kind of collateral mm. so you yeah. avoid so it's the same thing and we are not able to do that as individuals or as a tribe or a group is because we are not in the present you see the connection where like how i look at it yeah. Yeah. we don't have enough emotional quotient because we lost the art of developing that mm. and we are not having that emotional quotient because we are not living in the present hmm. and because we are not living in the present we are not able to react with common sense hmm. and empathy is a lot of common sense than anything else we have hyper glorified empathy so much that hmm. we think it is an acquired art right. it is not according to me yeah you know common and sense is not an acquired art it's not an acquired art which means empathy is not an acquired art and again the reason why i you know highlighted that statement of judu krishnamurthy of observation with It's zero judgment is the highest form of intelligence yeah observation is not an acquired art it is a honed skill mm. you have the ability to observe mm. you just need to practice it enough everybody has common sense you need to practice it enough yeah right wherever you get a chance wherever you get an opportunity your first go to should be okay what does my common sense tell exactly and then worry about the practicality of it the application of it the ethical ground or the moral ground of it put all those filters like an instagram post i don't mm. give a fuck but your bare thought or your bare reaction should be on the foundation of common sense unfortunately in today's times it is going on the foundation of intelligence and not common sense it is about how complex you can make the decision yeah, making process which is ridiculous right. common sense has nothing to do with academic education yeah. degrees yeah. some of our villagers have the best common sense that you can find absolutely but uh, and that's where it also connects to your earlier point which is common sense also is more closer to wisdom than it is closer to intelligence or yeah. intellect and that's why empathy also is more closer to common sense and and you know what is the highlight of common sense it has nothing to do with your emotional quotient your intelligent quotient or your spiritual quotient it has nothing to do with your status or you know the kind of watch you wear or what kind of cars you drive mm. most importantly it has nothing to do with your competence yeah nothing it is purely independent yeah all you have to do is understand how to recognize it yeah you know and value it and value it i yeah. mean first steps baby steps you yeah. recognize it you apply it you see the output i mean you want a proof of concept fair enough don't mm. value it right away mm. but at least use it put it in action mm. see the result and then you'll like okay fine what makes sense i've never seen anybody says that common sense is not valuable yeah you know i've never heard and the target group i'm talking about are people who are really successful mm-hmm. you know yeah. in fact they always told that what bought me out of a problem was the common sense skill thinking right 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 so i think that is the toughest part why you know we make empathy not easy is because we don't think from a common sensical standpoint 
Yeah. And we mentioned earlier about how, you know, things are today and how the situation is today, etc. One other small, you know, note for our listeners that I want to add is please do not forget the element of sabotage that is there in this. It is not something that, oh, it just happened because, you know, the seasons changed and the weather or the planets moved in a certain... No, it is being actively done. So mm. please never forget about that. There is an element of sabotage in this. Yeah. Someone is very actively trying to influence the common conscious. And so that means... It's a Jupiter, guys. <laughs> Saturn. So <laughs> Saturn and Jupiter. But that means that when there is, you know, an act of aggression from other side, then that means that our response to that also has to be strategic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And not just behave like, oh, from out of the blue, this is just happening. No. And common sense is not morality, by the way. It's not. Yeah. Please. There's another big problem where common sense is often confused with ethical behavior or moral behavior. No, yeah. common sense is what is purely right for that situation. Yeah. And it is unbiased. And, you know, in the example that you said about the whole supermarket thing. Right. The reason why people get restless in what my observation is when people get restless in a queue line hmm. is because they want things to happen faster yeah the common sense is do the math there is one person who's billing packing and you know exactly doing scanning, a, billing, scanning packing, and everything, everything right yeah. if there are two hands it's faster yeah so you really want the process to be faster lend a hand yeah like roll up your sleeves get into it yeah it's your stuff with your, it, your groceries right like i would go to a point if you're really busy hmm. or if you're really tied up with time do it for others also the guy who's standing in front of you yeah help out like help out why right? not Doesn't it helps matter. you also exactly yeah which is where you know which is why i tie up this common sense point because the common sense always gives the right solution to your problem right we don't do it because we're not thinking about we don't look at problems uh, in the sense of making things easier for us we look at problems as an opportunity to showcase our intellect right whether it is our problems or somebody else's problems yeah that is where we lose empathy in the first place itself yeah you know and the other thing that i get very annoyed is the paradoxical nature of the clichés mm -hmm. it's not about the destination it's about the journey it's not the outcome it's the process right and then suddenly you also like by the way time is money yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you're like bro <laughs> exactly you got to stick to one right yeah. or you have to say like all these are there you pick and choose things which suit that situation yeah and so between those two things that you mentioned bro those two contradictions there is a lot of gray area that nobody talks about nobody mentions except for the thigh gap podcast and that is why we are the great <laughs> <laughs> we are the gray it's yeah. like what is that guy who says in breaking bad i'm not in danger i'm the one I, who knocks no the same the, the line the dialogue before that is uh, i'm not the one who's in danger i, I am, am the, the danger. i bring the danger yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that so yeah so yeah and that is why you must subscribe and share that is our and fund it i think i'm we are going to add fund also fund like also, very yeah. soon yeah a lot of people have disposable income nowadays a lot so what did you guys think about empathy there must be your own perspective your own examples mm -hmm. give us your examples especially those that are not those melodramatic sympathetic situations you know situations which are non emotional but still they're empathetic and have you had experiences in your life where you know just the actions you just did empathy in action and you saw people change or the other know. way around even if you were at a receiving end of somebody's and empathy you changed because of yeah. that yeah yeah that also would be great to read so definitely write to us on instagram we are at underscore thigh gap and twitter and vero at thigh gap and our email is mind thigh gap at gmail.com so that is it ladies and gentlemen that is why empathy it's not easy not at all easy and a good thursday and as we always say at the end thigh gap podcast subscribe and share and share fund it <laughs>